two years ago, I had a friend and uh, he's also um, working with uh, indoor, um, I, I don't know how you say it, rowing, I think, rowing, oh, indoor rowing, rowing. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, he worked with one guy, also a good friend from me, he worked with him, and uh, at two years ago, they were, uh, there was a world champion in indoor rowing and um, they was working with, uh, yeah, with, it was not also only inside. It was more the vision from uh, Jan Olbrecht. Okay. He's also a professor mm-hmm. and I'm uh, working with the vision from Jan Olbrecht with my trainer. Mm. And also uh, inside is the mixing about Jan Olbrecht and, uh, uh and himself and uh, my trainer and he explained me everything about like viola max mm-hmm. um i was also before thinking oh no i need to have five ten races to have my best shape and then he explained me why you don't need to be have it uh, you don't need to be uh, have races before and then i was thinking maybe what he say it's it's not wrong. It's uh, it's completely sometimes what I feel in the race. Like I cannot. I, I feel that I can go faster, but it's not possible. I it stops. And uh, there is a good friend from me. Uh, it's Hendrik Playfoots. Uh, he's uh, he's trainer now, and he trained the indoor world champion rowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he explained me that, and he, he say you don't need to to train always hard and. Sometimes when you train slowly and you train really hard, it's sometimes better than always training around sweet spot and uh, power like that. You need to be also doing that, but you need to you need to look also to your uh, not your VO2 max, but also in a, uh, uh, looking to your VLA max and uh, like a type of rider like me, it need to be not super high, but it need to be high. Mm-hmm. And when you when you train too much in, around your speed spot, then it go really yeah fastly down. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a rider like me, when it's down, then maybe you are fast in uh, or you are good in uh, time trials uh, or on long long climbs, but you are not so strong in yeah in uh, tw- uh, two minutes three minutes one minute, you know, and uh, then I was thinking, maybe I need to change uh, me a little bit and uh, working uh, on uh, on inside protocol and stuff like that. And then, uh, no, from three, four weeks ago, I'm working with a trainer from that. And I feel, I also seeing uh, my blood results. It's already much better than two months ago. And uh, I think it's uh, it's for me. It's uh, this train, this part of training. I think it's really good for me. And uh, yeah, we will see in the in the next months and years mm-hmm. if it works or not. But I think uh, I think a lot of riders already work with that, and also not uh, also good riders, big boys. Just uh, I think. Uh, it will be work uh, not only with that guys 
but hopefully also with me that it will be work. <laughs> I, I, I bet it will. I think it's, it's turning the dials kind of like we said before, you, you don't, you, you don't need a ton of super high VLA max, but you need some punch and it's yeah. like really finding that mix. Whereas opposed to, I think, you know, like, well, I'm going to increase my FTP and my sprint and my VO2 max. And it just doesn't work that way. And so here in the U S I'm sure everywhere, like a lot of amateurs, they just train too hard. And what I kind of consider like working out, they go on the group ride before work, hammer, 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 hammer. If I don't hammer hard, I'm not gonna be able to hammer hard in the race. It's like, no dude, you're actually ruining your, you're lowering your FTP. You're getting really good at only like 30 second efforts, but you're not a sprinter. That's not how you're going to win the race. Like you need to think of how this training session applies to your own event. And so I think it's really good that they're putting out a lot of content that amateurs can help to see like what endurance rides will do for them and what the lower intensity stuff does. And it's really finding that balance. It's tough. It's, you know, endurance sports is a tricky puzzle to crack and there's no one size fits all solutions. Like the athlete really needs to dig in to understand themselves. And so that's cool, man. I bet you're going to have a great year this year for sure. It's uh, what do you think is like a small thing that has had a big impact on your training? Is there any little things that you're doing maybe off the bike or anything you've changed that you're like, wow, that's really helped me out. Yeah. I think uh, for me, it's, I, I, I try to do my best on training. Um, and then uh, the other part, I think mentality, you need to be, you need to be strong. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I work also on that to try to have a good uh, mentally. And uh, yeah, like uh, I do sometimes that I say, oh, no, I will be five minutes uh, staying on my bed. I listen to my body, uh, what he say, and do some works with uh, with briefing, and uh, like I have an AeroFit. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, I it's uh, I've new now a new sponsor, and it's uh, AeroFit, and uh, yeah, I think some things like that help me also uh, about uh, yeah, it's not something like uh, riding a bike but it's more some difference uh, and that stuff uh, I think something like that helped me uh, uh, yeah more than uh, yeah not more I cannot say more than my training but it's a supplement it me maybe the the last uh, mm-hmm. last one two persons in my uh, development how long have you been using AeroFit uh, no, I, I do it uh, three months, and, okay. and this is uh, not that I do it already three, three, four years. That's uh, I also a little bit looking how I can do it uh, on the best way. And uh, yeah, do you think that you the place that I noticed that the more was the most was when I was doing like FTP efforts and even VO two max like five by five minutes. I was way more in control of my breathing as opposed to like, you're still like, (laughs) but I felt like I was breathing deeper and getting more oxygen in. And it just allowed me to really stay calm and just saw more Watts on those intervals. Do you see, where do you see a benefit in it? Yeah, I think uh, when when you're breathing, uh, it it feels like you're 
inside you can uh, put more uh, uh, yeah 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 like you can put it more inside your your body and it feels like uh, you stay more calm like mm-hmm. when you do like you how you say uh, like in FTP VO2 max uh, blocks it's it's always <laughs> but yeah it's much it's feel like it's much normal normal yes. than uh, than normal it's the um the depth they call the depth session where you're working on breath holding where your hel- your chemo receptors the things that tell you oh my god i need to take a breath where you're starting to be able to control that i think that's really what the benefit is of um I, I love this device. I've been talking about it for like a year and some people are like, that's stupid. I'm like, well, try it. I mean, it's, you can't really knock into try it. And people that have gotten onto it are just like, holy cow, this changes things. And so that's cool. I'm, I'm, I hope that works well for you. What's, um, so you had talked about obviously tr- the training when you're coming out of the elevate, uh, altitude tent do you ever do you think the hours were you ever training like too much specifically um or like taking any missteps that you've learned from besides that incident yeah i think maybe i sleep a little bit too high because that was also my first time okay and uh i think i sleep maybe too high and i train a little bit too much and maybe also training like yeah i was also i was not saying like i will do in one week uh 10 15 hours but i still have doing uh trainings from 20 25 hours a week and maybe i train also not only too long but maybe also too hard a little bit Mm -hmm. and maybe that's uh that was something like that was not the best the yeah the combination about that was not the best way but yeah, I learned a lot of of uh, of that, and I think my trainer uh, know he helped me a lot with that. And um, I think the next years I don't uh, I cannot make the mistake again uh, because I learned so much about that. And yeah, how much were you, how often were you resting then? If you're doing these twenty to twenty five hour weeks, when would you take a rest week, or would you? Yeah. Not? Maybe before and I was doing like uh, three weeks. I do a, a block from three weeks, then one week more easier, okay. and then again three weeks like yeah uh, training. And I think it's more normally a lot of guys I think doing uh, something like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe I- it was better that I stay the first week. I was starting on my rest week about that. Uh, but no, I spoke with my new trainer about that. And, um, in the future, we don't will make the same mistake. Uh, I don't will make the same mistake like before. Mm -hmm. Uh, from now I have a new trainer and I think, uh, I can trust him. And, uh, he know also a lot about kind of that stuff and, uh, that will be works. Yeah, that's cool. What do you, um, do you ever cross train or like lift weights? Yeah, I do. Like, uh, I, I work, um, with, uh, Marta Thijssen. Okay. Um, he, he's, uh, from Leuven, from Hutt. Uh, 
and uh, I'm working with him about uh, my uh, squats and uh, my stability. And uh, I think that part uh, is also not the same like training on a bike, but that helps. Uh, that helps me like in the the maximum watts that I can push like in a sprint, and uh, to give my body more stability to trying to not like to lose weight like uh like to uh yeah to dancing on the bike and mm-hmm. more to stay straight on the bike and all that small things i think it will be work and um how many yeah. times a week do you work on that uh no i no i'm doing again i was doing again two times a week Mm-hmm. But no, I will. Uh, no, I gonna raise again, and I think it will be maximum one time a week that I have the time to do that mm-hmm. because it's yeah. It's also when you do squats or something like that. It's also a training for your body and for your legs. Mm-hmm. And when you race, and when you race, you have not so much time to rest, and then feeling yeah then i need to feel also i need to have also rest and mm-hmm. uh, it's not a lot of guys think you need to only train and then that's make you better but also sometimes when you rest a little bit more it sometimes it works and uh, you need to you, you need to find the good way to train everything but also to have the the rest time the recovery time definitely yeah and- I think it's always better to be a little bit less than a little bit too much. It's Yeah, it's, like you know, that. Because and the thing, too, with those little bit too much, it might not hurt you in two weeks or three weeks, but it's like three months, four months. It's like, oh, I'm tired. And it's just you've crushed yourself a little bit slowly, but slowly, but slowly. So, yeah, I think a little bit less is is wiser. Um Let's talk about nutrition. What's your, how do you think about nutrition for cycling? Super open-ended question. I think, uh, I think it's one of the things that, uh, that, that, that works really good. Uh, because yeah, now you see the last years they are working with, uh, yeah, you see the Watts, but Mm -hmm. It's not only what uh, that you need to push uh, on the climb. You, uh, you uh, it's what uh, slash kilograms, <laughs> and uh, if you weigh too much, yeah, then you lo- you lose there, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, watt per kilograms. And I think you you need to you need to find the good way to have you you uh, to have not losing your watts. Mm-hmm. and to have a, a good weight like if you somebody for somebody it's like i have six percent uh fat but i can still push my watts but somebody say yeah i feel me better uh my blood results are better when i have seven mm-hmm. it's also different to to yeah to rider to rider and uh there you need to find the good way uh to have to have everything on the on the same positioning to have everything good and sometimes to do too much there maybe it broke uh, your watts like i mm-hmm. feel also uh, 
last year I I was looking to to my weight what I need to do and there I also feel if I go too low in my weight my body had not the same energy like when I was like around six or seven percent and uh, there you need to find the good yeah the good way and it's for everybody different somebody is more around five but yeah you i think for a classic rider it's not like you need to go too less because if you go too less i think if you go under the five like that i think it's you lose then your maximum power you lose something in your maximum power and uh i think for also for your testosterone um i think if you go under the five, it's maybe a little bit. I think you'd be sick heavy. if you're under five. Yeah, yeah, it's really low, and yeah, you need to you need you need to find the the find a good way, and it's I think for everybody is different. And just by experimenting with your own self. Yeah, with I I feel like if I'm around six seven, I I can I can have a good feeling on my bike. I lose no watts and uh, I have now uh, working with a team with Jolene uh, Louis-Lain and uh, yeah, she helped me with that. Uh, how, I, how I need to, uh, to find a good way um, and I'm working uh, on that. For me, it's also, for me, it's also the hardest part of, uh, of everything because food, uh, it comforta- the confrontation is every, yeah, every day. It's mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's like when you are with friends or with family. <laughs> and they're not a bike racer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That is every time, every time you have the conversation, like, yeah, like fast food. But there is also a lot of good food that's not fast food. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm learning also with that. And uh, I feel it, it helps. It helps me to to look on uh, also on on internet and uh Yulin helped me also with that uh where i can make good recipes uh to mm. make like mm-hmm. some some cookies but healthy cookies yeah and uh not like with a lot of chocolate or, or like like chocolate but uh 100% pure uh, chocolate and uh some small things helped me and uh yeah so if you're going off body fat percentage do you guys does your does this woman on your team do caliper testing like the pinch testing or do you just use a scale uh i do a body scan oh you do dexa scan yeah i do a dexa scan okay i wanted to do that i've only used like the scale before and i've read on the internet like there's you know those scales you can stand on it gives you the percentage there's like um, athlete mode or non-athlete mode. And I put in athlete mode and it said I was like six point something percent. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm that lean. Like I'm pretty lean, but that seemed like real, like I've looked at pictures online, like what is 6%? I'm like, I don't know if that's true. But then I put it in normal mode and it would come up as like 13%. And people were like, dude, there's no way you're 13%. So I wanted to get a DEXA scan done. Um, there was one when I was down in Florida and it, but it was COVID. So I couldn't go. So now I'm like, next time I go, I just want to get this scanned done to get a better sense of like what I actually am. And I know some people that do the caliper testing, but I mean, that's like kind of user error, you know, like you could 
pinched incorrectly or, but I'd be curious. Um, and I got to get a good number before I get too old and I just get like puffy from being 40 plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. I think the scale, it gives you never, never it's... the results that, uh, that you, yeah, that's, that it is. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you can, uh, you can do it with, uh, caliper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that. And I think that works better than, than the scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, for sure. Body scan is the, is the best way to, to find, to find it. I think so. I think. What's, uh, do you have any, um, race routines that help you get in? Not, I don't want to say get in the zone, but like you wake up morning of a big race. What are you doing? What are you thinking? How are you approaching this? Uh, yeah, I, I wake up and then, uh, then uh, sometimes I do some small exercise. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about those. Primings. Yeah, yeah, some primings, uh, uh, some stretch, uh, so, yeah, some stretch uh, exercise or glute activation. and Yeah, some small activation sometimes. Uh, it depends which ways and how long is it a stage race or not. And uh, how would that differ? What would make you? How do you approach those differently? Yeah, because um, it's also if you do it uh, every day, it's uh, it's good, but it's also mentality, and you need to have also the rest. Uh, like if you do it every morning. Uh, I do it a lot of the, the most of the time I do it. Uh, but sometimes if I feel, I feel me, re, my body is not ready to do it. Then I say, sometimes I will skip it. And, uh, I do only stretching or something. Uh, I need to hear I, that. Yeah. Because I have an issue. I had an issue with my, um, it's called the QL here. It, it quadratus lumborum. Anyways, it's also my glute medius. And I was yeah. doing exercises and some mornings I was like, this feels so hard. And I was like, I think I just need to take a rest. Like you can't do it every single day. It just gets also, like you said, mentally, it's, it's hard. It, I don't know, but I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I, but what I feel about, uh, yeah. What I feel about the last times that I do it. It's also my first year that I, that I do it before in a race. Mm. Uh, before and I was never I was only doing stretching before okay. just before in the race but uh, but no I sometimes I do uh, priming mm. and uh, I yeah that's all so I what would, be, all, what, would, what would be a priming exercise like what, what's one that you would do yeah it's it's a little bit like stability the uh, but not so long not so much and uh uh just to activate uh the okay. muscles and uh i make always a, cr a cross i think like okay yeah i make always before uh before every race because i think it it, it helps and I, I believe also a little bit in that um if i i i think i never forget it in, in any race like to do that yeah and uh I think if I don't do it, I have that time not a lot, a lot of luck. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think somebody say yeah, or what you do it don't work. 
but for me it worked and I, yeah. I think some small things I do it and if it not work or it works I do it and uh, yeah I feel me comfort uh, comfort uh, comfortable it's uh yeah good. it's just, it's good for me what are you eating the night before a big classics race and in the morning uh in the evening before yeah i try to 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 load me uh with carbs mm-hmm. like some pasta or uh, with a small chicken or something like that bread mm-hmm. uh, some rice cakes or something small do you uh, eat more than normal if you're car carbing up or carb loading or are you eating just until you're full or what's your gauge of how much to eat uh the day before the race it also depends which race it is is hard climbs or not but the most of the time the most of the times i'm not so looking how much i eat i eat enough uh, i try to eat uh not that i i uh, i feel me like Mm-hmm. I'm I'm dead, but I I eat, yeah, like, yeah, the maximum that I can eat. Okay. And, um, till you're full. And, yeah. To yeah. To I'm okay. full. And uh, yeah. Also in the morning, I eat some Kellogg's or or some uh, yeah, muesli or stuff like that mm-hmm. with some honey and uh, peanut butter, uh, banana uh yeah sometimes also bread or eggs if it's there uh mm. and sometimes also a pancake uh for mentally yeah, mentally i it helps me like uh if i have not the best day at that day if i feel me like boring then i say okay <laughs> i will i will i will take uh some pancakes or wine pancake and uh yeah, it it helps me sometimes. I love how excited you just got about thinking about pancakes. It was like put a huge smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, you you learn it huh, when you go to the Americans, you know. <laughs> American pancakes, there is a hype, or yeah. uh, like uh, yeah. I saw then my teammates from uh, Axion uh, pancakes uh, or. Like cookies, uh, American cookies with ice. Uh, <laughs> Icing? Like, yeah, like uh, that was like, it was like a burger and uh, <laughs> it was a cookie uh, on the top and a cookie down. And in the middle, it was ice like cream. ice yeah. yeah, ice cream. <laughs> and uh, oh, that was, uh, that was an amazing experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Way to go, America. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I will be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> just just for the American cookies with ice cream. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. Oh, my God. Um, all right, one last question for you. Do you have any good habits or bad habits that you think positively or negatively affect your training and racing? Um, the worst habit, I think, maybe it's that sometimes I didn't believe in myself that I need to be mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, it's, I think every rider have it a little bit maybe because most of the time you're alone and you need to work for yourself and to, to finding, uh, the good way. And then you, then, then you don't know if I have a good shape, 
if I have a bad shape. And it's it's helped me sometimes with my power on training that I saw uh, that I see ah I can push that watt maybe. Last time, if I do that, I had good results. Sometimes I'm thinking about that, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's sometimes it's hard, but uh, yeah, it's okay. And my best habit, uh, I think I will be improve myself every time, and uh, I'm I'm always looking to find where I can uh, have a better level than before. And, uh, yeah, I'm work. I'm, I'm working with that. That's awesome, man. I think it's really, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, say, say no it's, problem. It's, uh, it's interesting because there's, you know, a lot of athletes that come into cycling in the U S we come into the sport later and don't believe in ourselves. And I always tell people like, you've got to allow yourself to surprise yourself of what you're going to accomplish. And, you know, it's, awesome to hear somebody at your level of thinking of that. Like you don't always believe that you're going to be the strongest and you're the best, but you, you know, it's something you'll work on and it kind of goes back though. I think if you have, you're working on mindset and you're thinking of it, like that goes hand in hand with that piece and you'll definitely find success from that. So dude, this was awesome, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat and this will be super inspiring to people your age but also to like every cyclist just trying to get a little bit better, get to their next level, whether it's doing their first Grand Fondo or going after a classics pro race like a badass like you are. So uh, thank you so much for doing this. And um, hopefully we get to have a coffee and cross paths on the bike one day. Yeah, that will be nice. And uh, thank you to be here. Uh, it was an amazing experience. Are you on Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Yeah, if Instagram, yeah. And what's your name on there? Is it just your first and last name? Yeah, just my first and last name. Together. Awesome. I'll tag you in this and you'll probably might get a couple messages from people with a thanks for coming on and sharing your experience. And uh, yeah, dude, thanks again. Best of luck with the races. And I can't wait to see where you go uh, in the next couple of years. Oh, thank you very much. Have and, a great uh, day. Yeah, have a good day and uh, see you later. All right, sounds good, Jens. Take care. Okay, yeah. Bye-bye. See you.